And welcome back to the podcast. I am Louis P. Schreier. I'm Austin, the headlocker. And this is Pure Steel Podcast. And trust me, this podcast is Pure Steel. And Sex Appeal. So, uh, yeah, over the weekend, uh, kind of cut off some sports. Uh, Daniel Cormier yep. fought his final fight this week and lost to Steve. Yeah, Eagles, it was. Despite our predictions. And I trust was, me, we are not experts. We, uh, we both picked DC to win his final fight. I thought he was going to do it. I, I thought really... he could do it, man. He's, uh, you know, he's. He's a wrestler, close to home. You know, he's not like, close to home, but, you know, just a wrestler. Right. Good base. Tremendous human being. Uh, what do you do? He's always going to set off in retirement. Obviously, he's going to continue to do his, uh, you know, all the stuff for the UFC and ESPN. Right. He's going to be just fine, you know. And yep. I've seen he suffered a torn cornea during the fight. You know, he got... Oh, yeah. yeah. i seen the ref. He, like, apologized for missing it or whatever. Oh, what do you, you know, what yeah. do you do? Yeah, yeah it's... At the same time, though, you know, it's his last fight to go out with an injury. Like, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, he can't win a ball. What are you drinking? I am drinking Line and Kugel's Northwoods Lager. Some good shit. Brewed right here in Wisconsin, too. Chippewa Falls? Chippewa Falls. You ever been there? Yes. It's good shit. Yeah. That's a fun tour. See, I'm a, <laughs> as a plumber, like, going through and looking at all the piping. And that place, like, all <laughs> copper piping. It's just beautiful. It's just a great place to be. Yeah. Definitely the essence of what Wisconsin is, obviously. Well, that tre- whole... Tremendous craftsmanship and tremendous That beer. whole region is, you know, not just the brewery, but the whole area of the state. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. I love that area. What do you got? I got uh, some of Texas's finest, the Shiner Brock. Texas? It's a, it's a, really, it's a really good beer. I uh, had this. Yeah, in, it, it I, I tried it the first time in North Dakota. I was up, uh, the washer's done. Was that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was up in North Dakota. My buddy Ben picked up a six-pack. I think you're going to like this. And I said, eh, it's not me in Wisconsin. I don't. <laughs> 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 yeah, I... I what I like about this beer is I can drink a lot of it really quick. <laughs> yeah, you've done that. Yeah, we were having our team meeting outside, and I had, <laughs> well, I inhaled two, and then now I'm drinking the rest of the four. Or, yeah, the rest of the four. I cut math there for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do a hell of a lot this weekend. I went to a wedding. Shout out to Dawson, or uh, Devin and Sadie for getting married this week. And I had yep. a tremendous time, it was a, you know, Great setting. Two great people. Devin's become a really good friend of mine. So, great honor to be there. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go to that wedding. I guess I wasn't invited. But whatever you do, <laughs> blame COVID. Yeah, whatever. Because everybody else does. <laughs> Speaking of blaming COVID, uh, I gave. I sent you. Uh, I signed yesterday because I am a great. Force, I'm a great Samaritan. Force to, uh, me to do this. I am gonna force you to do this. I'm a great Samaritan for Big Ten football. And uh, Justin Fields, who is the Ohio State quarterback, created this petition to everybody to sign, obviously, to uh, get Big Ten to play football this year. So I sent you the petition because I already signed it, a.k.a. Grace Samaritan. Well, so I'm going to make you sign this on live podcast. What if I don't? Are you going to shut it down? Well, do you want to watch football, college football this year? No. I mean... To be honest with you, yeah, but if I don't get to, it wouldn't be the end of the world for me, I guess. 
know what are you going to do, watch the Vikings play? Yeah, I might. Um, Did you see it? And this has been submitted. How many people have signed that now? Uh, 267,000. Really? Yep. I signed it yesterday and it was like 230,000. So it's obviously getting around. Yeah, I mean... I mean, let the kids play. I mean, if, these, if, if the Ooh, kids and the parents and the coaches all want to play at some point, you're just going to say, well, let's let them go. I mean... Right. And a lot, you know, in college is a different... It's a different game entirely because they're not... They're not getting paid yet. You know, they're... They're trying... They're playing so they can take the next step. I and think these you, kids should be getting paid but that's a completely different argument for another time. Obviously, they are getting some something. Man, at least this, well, the scholarship I mean, athletes are getting something right, because not I mean, all these kids are scholarship athletes. But right. you know, you know, the kids that are registered, they should, they should get something like a stipend or something. You know, like because you can't tell me the NCAA isn't make. You know, they're making so much money off these kids. All the TV deals. You know, the Big Ten networks get money. Well, it's almost like these colleges now are based around their football programs, and then they just well, you're telling they just have classes as like a else? side hustle. Oh, seriously, what else? <laughs> what else is Alabama making money on? Well, right. I mean, you know, what what else? You know, you know, like you can like look at like the University of example Wisconsin. They're making money off. Football, they make money off basketball, and obviously their volleyball team's tremendous, and their hockey program's tremendous. You forgot the most important one: their wrestling team. Wisconsin wrestling team's really good too. That's it. I don't go, think. I don't know. I don't think that anybody makes not. money off of a wrestling team, though. Yes, but you know, obviously, <laughs> with, you know, the women's hockey team is, is a yearly powerhouse. Probably, if you, they, you know, they're they're probably you could put them up with like you know, like as a football reference. They're up there with Ohio State, Alabama. Well, that's because they're poaching people from Canada. Well, nothing wrong with it. Well, it's open to recruitment. They can do whatever they want. I mean, fucking, you know, all the football teams are poaching on other states too now. I mean, it's not, it's not like the old school days, like, you know, yeah, the University of Miami. you know, whole taking, different country. Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> definitely different. Recruiting is different. Right. I mean, you know, Jonathan Taylor's not from Wisconsin. You know, spoiler alert. You know, whatever. I mean, it's, you know, Melvin Gordon was from Wisconsin, but, you know, yeah, yeah it's in his backyard, let the, boy, let the boy run. The Watt kids are all from Wisconsin. Yeah. Rich and Center. No. They're not from Rich and Center. They're from, uh, we're by Milwaukee area. Uh, they're from the Milwaukee area. The, the kid you're thinking of from uh, Rich and Center is... Uh, he's a walk-on. He was a yeah, walk-on fullback that was a Ewing, Brady Ewing. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. I don't think you played against him. I did play against him. He was a uh, uh, freshman year. We went the no, sorry, sophomore year. We went to Richmond Center, and I had to play that game, and I had to try to tackle him. A lot of trying, <laughs> a lot of you know, he's a tank man. He's a, you know, he, you know, it's like when you put you know, you look at it because he got drafted. He went to the Falcons. It's like you know, draft you know, trying to tackle a former NFL fullback. Right. You know, it's a lot of. I'm just a fat fucking Norwegian. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> We did win that game, though. Well, that's good. But, uh, yeah, Cormier retired. You can't really talk. Uh, uh, maybe he'll come back. There, you know, there has been, like, you know, that three-year thing now where, you know. Well, he's got the, the rivalry with 
John Jones and whatever, you know. I was like, getting to that next because I guess I read last night that John Jones vacated his title. Well, it's because he got arrested again. That that see that wasn't as bad as what people thought, but he got rid of his title because I think he wants to go up. Oh, he wants to fight Stipe. Oh. And then I I seen online for early betting odds, and John Jones is leading the betting odds against Stipe. What do you think about that? Well, I think Jones is going to win that fight. I I think the odds of Jones winning that fight are good, but like if you like, like you can knock him however you want. Like the dude's a he's a freak, freak. athlete. But any athlete will have the same issue, you know. Like right. obviously, going from two hundred five, he doesn't walk around two hundred five. He cuts down to two hundred five. Right. But you know, like two hundred five to you know whatever Steepy wants to fight at. You know, right. it's a it's a weight change, and yep. you know those heavyweights. I'm not saying all of them, but most of them can carry a weight better than obviously some two hundred five. Going up is a lot different, like you said, going down because now going up, like you're going against. Somebody that is, you know, out, you know, at their natural weight, yeah, can carry themselves more f- efficiently. Like you, you, if you're two or five and you're going up to the, the next weight class, I mean, you're not only at a like a clear weight disadvantage, but like there, you're not as like you're not as naturally strong as somebody that's yeah. But see, like another thing too is like Fedor always fought at a lower weight. Fedor could have fought at two or five. Because he always fought at 230. Right. That was his natural weight, and that's what he trained to fight at. And, you know, cause he could carry at a 230 and strike at a 230 better than most guys can at 265. But then again, that's being used to what you're adapt. You know, that's right. being, being adapted to what you can, obviously, right. withstand and take. Yeah. But 230 is still a big, you know, it's a big yeah, you're you know, a, fighter, you're I guess. You're a hefty dude. Like, well, he was like, what the hell? I forgot. Research or what the hell is Fedor's height? I'm gonna say he's like six foot. He wasn't a big dude by any means, right. but you know, it doesn't mean you don't need to be a big dude to knock guys out. You just gotta have the right technique and withstand and give out and more. Sometimes maybe you get lucky. I'm gonna say that he probably got a lot of luck. <laughs> but uh, well, like watching the, the L or not Alice. He never fought Alistair Overeem, but watching Andre Pavlovsky and yeah. Fedor fight, yep. I you know you're watching that you're like. Oh, here comes Arlovsky, you know. He always had the fangs, you know, being yeah. ready for the you know, the fang thing. And just that wicked right hook, trademark <laughs> Fedor, just boom. He was fun to watch, especially like the little pride days, like just an underdog, you know, you like look at him, you're like, this guy ain't much. You, and, you know. Is Pride still a thing? Pride's been gone for years. UFC absorbed Pride years ago. That's how they got Anderson Silva and all the guys. They should bring that back. Well they got one FC. Which is in the same ring. I think I, I want to say it's the same people that ran Pride, but I don't think it is. Right. And there's also uh, right Risen, which Vanderlei yeah. went, Van went to Because I, I, I enjoy watching Pride more than the UFC. I love watching Kevin Random and fighting Pride. He's a, that's another dude that's an absolute freak. OH. OH, man. <laughs> Ohio State, he had that big tattoo. Yeah, well, yeah, Mark Holman, he was over there. And then, uh, obviously, the greatest of all time, Dan Henderson. And then Chuck Liddell went over to Pride for a little bit. Uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Anderson Silva, Vanderlei Silva, Shogun Hua, Mauricio, or his brother, Marillo. Uh, yeah, Marilla Ninja. And then yeah, all those guys. Alistair Wolverine before he hit Roids. Mm-hmm. And then, 
Yeah, Vitor, or, yeah, Vitor developers over there for a little bit. So many great fighters. It's like, you like get those cards, you know, like, that tournament style. Right. And yeah, that's like, what I like the most. And you get, like, these, like, free agent from the UFC. You know, like, oh, I don't have a contract. Well, it just, it, 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 for me, it added, like, a whole new dynamic to it. Because you're fighting, you're doing two fights a night. Yes, yeah. And for you, yeah. as a wrestler, you were like, you know, this is familiar. Because, you know, you're going to go in the right. back, you're going to cool down, and you're going to come back out and do it again. Three, four, five, you know, six matches of fucking Well, they day. fought, was it two 15-minute rounds or five-minute rounds? Something like that. Yeah. It was something crazy. Yep. But you could do head. You could do stops. You could do. You know. Obviously, you, you could knee in the head on the ground. Head, yeah. Yes. Yep. Still with that, the rules there were so much fun. And if you were stalling, you'd get a, a card. Right. Like if oh this you know like the the crowd thinks this sucks. Here's your yellow card. You know. And if you get the red card, you get points taken away from you. Right. Which Nick Diaz has said for years it's like why can't we have this because if people don't want to come engage me in a fight right why do I need to be punished to lose in the scorecards because guys want to run away from me the whole time right because the judges did not like Nick Diaz because you know what it, you know what he is he's the pot smoking yeah <laughs> I don't want to say thug but he's you know, a pot smoking knucklehead that's going right. to talk shit to you and, and make you engage and that you know it's and if he can't you know as a great counter striker as he was if you're not going to engage them then you're not going to get a fight out of them right which, Muhammad Ali was that way. All these guys are that You know, a lot of guys, Anderson Silva's that way. If you're not going to engage, you're not going to get a fight. And you got that when he fought, I forgot, who the fuck was it? Damian Maya overseas on what is Fight Island now. I can't, right. can't remember the name uh, of the yeah. country. But I remember, like, hearing the interview with Dana White, he walked up to uh, Edward Soares, who was Anderson's trainer, or manager, and he said, I want you to put the belt on him because I'm not going to deal with this. Because the fight was so boring. <laughs> yeah, so prior, you know, I think it initiates some of these pride rules. I think the UFC would be so much better. But the fun thing about the UFC now is too, like, it's been like all this COVID fighting stuff. They shrunk the cage. Oh, they did. Yeah, so I went from twenty five to twenty, just in hopes of. I I, I want to say yes, but it's, you know, but it's easier to transport. Oh. So I think that maybe played a good factor too for Stipe. That was right. a shorter ring. He has less area to move, and he, you know, and if he's in better shape than Cormier, you know, that the short distance can make a right. big difference because if he's going around and making Cormier right. work, especially if you go five rounds, yeah, it all counts. But at the same time, shorter cage, you're a wrestler. Right. Maybe you should have took better advantage of his wrestling at that point, but. I can't say nothing. He had a tremendous career. Yep. And if he didn't lose to Jones twice, if he would have took one off Jones, mm-hmm. you could probably make the debate for one of the greatest of all time. Easily. Okay. He, you know, two different weight classes as a champion. He dominated strike force. He can make that, you know, debate. Yeah. He's, well, he's <laughs> up there. I was, I'm not going to put him on the Mount Rushmore, but definitely right. top eight. I could see top eight debate. I could even see a top five debate, but... That's tough. That's a lot of weight classes you got to dispute There's from. A lot of people that could. Who's be on your Mount Rushmore? Don't ask me that. I don't think about that enough. No, I don't. <laughs> another debate for another time. Yeah. Because I think if I were to do one right now, top my head, it'd have to go. Uh, Pi Anderson. Definitely Anderson. I mean, you know, what he did at one eighty five, obviously mm-hmm. can't really be disputed. No, not a chance. Um, George St. Pierre, obviously. I would say definitely Matt Hughes. Really? Well, Matt Hughes, he 
he was George St. Pierre for George St. Pierre beat him. You know, he beat Frank Trigg, Matt Serra, he beat BJ Penn, uh, and yeah, Carlos Newton, all those guys that were, you know, the welterweight class has been probably the most deep for the longest time. Yeah, I think, well, it, yeah, your middleweights are always going to be, you know, we, you know, not middleweight, but like that. Yeah, yeah, in between. Know. And then Dan Henderson, just because he's a three-week class. You know, he's, you know, he just, for what he did at three different weight classes, and he beat Fedor, you know, and then he beat Bisping in 185, who was a, you know, went on to be a former champion. And he's, you know, what he did in Pride, he beat Vanderlei, he beat, you know, my dream fight, Dan Henderson, Chuck Liddell. Because you wonder what that fight would be in their primes. They would literally stand there in the middle of the ring and they just hit each other until someone <laughs> fell. But I think Dan Henderson would win that fight just because he's just an incredible wrestler, obviously, Olympic wrestler. Right. And just, I, Dan Henderson. Yeah, he'd have to be on this because, you know, this is my go-to. I love Dan Henderson. But Daniel Cormier destroyed Dan Henderson, Dan Henderson so I was just like, you know, <laughs> does he sneak in that conversation too? But Henderson was also like 44 years old when he took that fight. So. Right. Um, so you signed the petition. Signed it. Signed the petition. Unwillingly. They need The, the kids need the, need the signatures, man. They're good, good kids. They deserve to play some football. I mean, you know, would you expect me to sign like a "Let Me Wrestle" petition? I would never put a petition out. I well, guess. I know, but like, if there was one, if there was one out, like "Let Me Wrestle," I'd, I'd sign it for you. I just think it's weird that ACC is playing, SEC is playing, and then the Pac twelve or the Big Twelve is playing. But you know, obviously the premier schools, the Big Ten. They're not playing, and obviously the Pac-12 and the West are not playing. I, so, like, yeah, right. So, I mean, if you think about it, I just had this thought come in my head from, like, a money standpoint. So, yeah, the kids can play football, but you're not going to fill your fucking stadium with people. It doesn't matter. You're still going to get TV money. I mean, yeah, I suppose. You're, you know, those TV contracts are not like... But I mean, how much money do you think they lose out on just some ticket sales? Well, a lot, that, <laughs> a lot. But at the same time, you're giving the kids an opportunity to potentially progress their career in, in the NFL. Right. I mean, how, you know, if they don't have a season this year, what the fuck are you going to do for the draft? You know, like, what are you going to do? Run film from last year, take a gamble on some kids, and then, you know, obviously then you have a full season looking at SEC, ACC, and Big 12. I think it's unfair for the Big 10 kids and the Pac-12 kids because – Obviously, they don't play defense in the Big 12, so these other kids that they have film on, they're going to get gambled on before these Pac-10 kids. Then what do you get? You get like a, you know, it's a giant monopoly. It's not fair for them to be looked at as lessers because they're not playing. They should, right. they should have every opportunity as these other kids to be playing. I agree. And if the parents want to play and the kids want to play and the coaches want to play, let them fucking play. I, mean, I just don't see the... It's not a debate. It, it, they should they should have never even took it to the president. The kids want to play, and the parents are okay with it. Sign the paperwork. Who gives a shit? Let them well, play. I don't know why. I mean, you say you say parents, but at that point, like parents probably don't need to be involved anyway because they're all adults. I mean, no, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, well, no, yeah, I I understand that argument yeah, too, but, but you know, at the same time. They're still technically their guardian. That's still their hotline call. If somebody, you know, if they get oh, hurt or something, right. that, that call still goes to yeah. them. You know, so or whoever's in line. You know, everybody's. Yep. 
background is different, but you know, I, right. you know, the, the you know, this the, the standpoint is they should be allowed to play if they if they want to play. I'm sure eighty percent of the kids, if they get the contract, they say, "Do you want to play football?" Every single one will sign that paperwork right now and say, "Let's fucking go." Put the pads on. Let's go bang it out. I mean, it's just like I said, it's unfair for these kids to be punished, especially the kids that are going to be looked at as future draft picks to not be allowed to right to enhance their career. I mean, it's that's put us, you know, especially like all the you know how many schools are in the Big Ten? It's not you know it's not ten. It's twelve. It's more than that. Fourteen. I think it's fourteen. I think it's fourteen. But yep. you know. There's 100 kids in a roster or whatever. How many kids could be potential draft pick? You know, right. it's, it's unfair for them. It really is. And you think these schools are going to let some of these other kids come back to play another year? Some of these coaches are like, well, I got I got these recruits coming. But are sign, they, you know, are like, they recruiting? Well, if I mean, they're, some they school, bring in... See, I know the local big district here, lacrosse, is not playing. That's They're not playing football this year. Really? So, those seniors, what happens to them? You know, like, I think if they want to play, let them play. I mean, it's, I understand it's, times are tough and the virus is difficult, but if you put these kids in a situation where it's not difficult, and, you know, like, look at the NBA. If you were at college and you could put kids in a hotel, because you're not telling me colleges aren't going to be making money. Right. Put these kids in a hotel for a couple months, because they're not going to be playing I take a drink of my beer because my mouth is getting dry. Do whatever you gotta do. If these kids are playing and they're still making this TV money, rent a hotel, create a bubble situation, and they go from practice back to the hotel. They can still communicate with their friends and all that stuff. They can get on their Zoom and talk to their families and you know whatever. Right. Create a, an environment where they can be safe. And then obviously, how many schools are doing? Online schooling, anyways. Right. So what are they out? So you, what, did you just got to roll the dice that you know these knucklehead kids are going to you know parties and shit? The kids, let them live. Right, which you is know, but you're, that's a losing battle for sure. Yeah, we did that. Right. Knuckleheads. Beanie. Breaking and entering. I have really strong feelings about that because I think some of these kids should be getting a stipend too. I mean, it's just like. All the money that these kids are, you know, if they get hurt too, like, right? Yeah, you know, what do you do? I mean, I mean, it's not like every not every kid's gonna have like a two a tongue of a lower situation where you get hurt and you're still a top ten draft pick, right? I mean, you know, some of these kids are gonna get hurt, and then after school, I mean, obviously all the medical stuff's gone, so they gotta pay that shit out of pocket, and it's just like you know they should get something. Mm-hmm. If you're making billions. You can afford to pay hundreds, you know, to all these kids. Yes, I understand the amateur athlete standpoint too, but they should get something. Yeah, I'm just trying to play the other side of the coin. I want you to because it's it's, it's a good debate. Because, I don't know, like, you're already paying for these kids' school. Not all. Right, so, like, whatever it costs, 100 grand for four years, is that not enough? Well, it is. Or some, you know, but, you know, some like of the, yeah, like you said, but some of these programs, you know, like, you know, like. So, like, how are you going to differentiate that? Because you can't pay people cash, like, place some players cash, and then not pay the people with scholarships anything. Well, I know, but you know, cause you gotta, be like, I think everybody should get something, but 
at you know because they're out there busting their but these programs, these college programs. I mean, in a perfect you don't have a situation where you can you know like if you're a football player, your ass is dedicated to the football program and obviously going to school and pass your classes. Right. But you don't have time for another fucking job in some situations. You know, but, you know some kids do, some kids don't. It's, it depends how you defer your time and what you're doing. But like these right. these five star athletes who are going to the NFL, their asses, you know, driven to that program. You know, whenever they're not in school, they're route running, throwing ball, right. lifting weights, you know, watching film, and that's year round. That's from yep. you know spring tra- you know spring practices all the way to the end of the college season. Right. And he got what three months to try to make enough to get yourself through the next year. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, I understand the just you know the tough, tough shit. Go get a job, but at the same time, these kids are busting their ass nonstop. You know, I'm not saying like the trades are any different because you know we bust our asses, right? But we it's make money too at the same time. Just like, right, you know, yeah, exactly. But if we weren't getting paid, and you got you know, are we expected to go do the next thing too at the same time? You know, then they. Well, you're not going to get paid there either. You got to get yourself to support yourself on this. And right. It's just like, at what point does this argument go backwards? You know, it's just it's hard to. I don't know. I I do feel bad for some of these kids because you know some of these kids do come from nothing. You know. What oh I mean? yeah, and that's the only thing that they're banking on. Yes. You know. Yeah, you know, and if, in three years I can go pro. You know, that's just the right. only thing they can go off. Yep. So it's I don't know. It's it's a completely different debate. But let these kids fucking play. It's if the ACC is doing, SEC is doing it. Big or Big Twelve is doing it. Why not Big Ten? That, 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 yeah. Typically, that's a quarter of the playoff. You know what I mean? Right. Easily. Yeah. That's that's one quarter of the four teams in the playoff. Yep. And if they end up doing six, <clears throat> you can make the debate that there's gonna be two teams in that. Are they gonna do six? I, there's talk about doing a six. Well, you should. I mean, I don't know when. So, or what, actually, two, no, not, not six, eight. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that'd be eight. Yeah. So, like two years in a row, you have. Two, well, you can make the debate that two years in a row, you have two SEC teams in the playoffs. Yeah. How does? Well, you can you stacked can, a little bit in that conference's favor, like yeah. Well, regardless of what school wins, well, if it, there's like, eight, you can definitely say, well, if there's two SEC teams, you could probably sneak in three, big ten teams. In that eight-team bracket? Oh, absolutely. Because that one team will always get snubbed. Because you got, like last year, it was Wisconsin-Ohio State in the championship. Wisconsin got dropped to six. Ohio State got into the playoff. So Wisconsin would have made it, and the Nittany Lions were still sitting at eight. So in that case, three teams would have made it in front of the Big Ten. Are the is Penn State still? Are they still on their whatever it's called? No, they're still. They can they can go to the playoffs. They can do that yeah. stuff now after like the whole Joe Paterno thing and the Sandusky shit. Leave Paterno out of it. It was all Sandusky. Well, I mean, he knew about it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a tough. It's a tough thing. I, I just I love, I love football so much, or to me it's just like shit. But I've seen like Ivy League schools are going to spring football. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would agree with that, but who's to say that this bullshit will be going on in the spring? Well, I guess Russia has a, Russia has a vaccine already. I ain't taking it. 
No. Putin already gave it to his kids. Yeah, but did he take it? Doubt it. He did in the purpose, probably. He, yeah, kills he kills everybody else that raises Russia, his voice. So. <laughs> he kills everybody else that raises his voice to him, so... Must get walked on the street. What, you, what is any human on the planet gonna like? You gonna walk up? The dude <clears throat> rides horses bareback. See the one thing, yeah. He like, shirtless, you, you shirtless, gonna, shirtless, no, shirtless, and on barefoot. Also, yeah. like, you gonna walk up to him and like tell him what to do? Like, yeah. he's, he's gonna slap you. He's ripped too. He's in good shape. He, he, yeah, he's shaped. I think like I'm not saying that like I'm a. a Russian sympathizer or whatever, but like if you if you could like picture what a leader would be shaped like, it's him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's something else. But uh, you know, if you're gonna say like I, oh, I want my country to have my back, he's the face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get it. I don't think it's Russians. Are they a little bit crazy? <laughs> so are we. You have to be because like half of that country is like negative. 50 degrees the in, the whole time. Yeah, well, they haven't been in northern Wisconsin, so... But you know it gets colder in, like, Siberia than it does in Wisconsin, right? Like, But they don't maybe. have the beer and they don't have the whitetail. So, you know, what are they going to do? They have fucking tigers and vodka, so yeah. Well, we have wolves and beer. <laughs> I mean, if you took the vet knives, you know, Wisconsin, come deer season, is the third largest army in the world. I don't think it's the third. I think it's the third. I read third once. I think it's top ten. Well, okay. I take us drunk over them sober. I don't know if it's... Well, they're drunk all the time. Well, I'm saying I take us drunk Because that country sucks. Moscow's beautiful. See pictures of... I'd like to go there. What are you doing next weekend? (laughs) You're going to be in Wyoming. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Well, Sturgis was this week, so... Yeah. My mom's all nervous that this stupid virus shit's gonna spike and uh, just don't go anywhere. Just drive. Just go to Deadwood. <laughs> That's <laughs> we'll probably end up just doing that. Deadwood's know. beautiful. I like I I said it before in the show. I yeah. love Deadwood. I actually got. <laughs> I've never been so. So I thought I had a cigar later on. So I threw my my Deadwood Tobacco Company matches in my pocket. Is that like a tin? Oh, no, it's just card. I thought it was like an actual tin tin. No, no, like, no. Yeah, well, although we got it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man. I hope you have a lot of fun out west. Brother Wyatt's going out west. Is he? Yeah, um, the, not the same weekend here. Is he hunting, though? No, he's just oh, going, he's going out there. There's some, uh, a pool of a bet going on. Not going to get onto that on here. Family matter. Story from another time. Yeah, well, yeah, if he comes back, you know, with a bet in another, everybody's favor, I'll give the, give the whole story. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, yeah but uh, show's still looking for a researcher. Yeah, still accepting applications. Yeah. We should, like, put together a montage video, like, in uh, Deadpool 2. Yeah, we should. And then just, and instead of, like, having actual people come in, just have everybody be the banisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody be the Banish. You would play the Banish. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. I like, you know, he's a good actor. I like, you know, this is the movies. He's one of my it? favorite. Yeah, he's really good. I'll, you know, like, well, once upon a time in Hollywood, he nailed it. Troy. Yeah, you know, Troy. What else? Yeah, he's in Killing this. Me Softly. Or Killing Them Softly, I'm sorry. The Glorious Bastards. Oh, God. 
Fury. Al Dolrain Fury. Fury is lights so. out. That's top five. My one of my favorite. Oh, so good. War movies. Feed me more pigs. Just in their pockets. Easily. So good. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Brad Pitt went over there, won the war for you. Yep. And then Tom Hanks put a staple on it. Saving Private Ryan. Those Vin Diesel's, I just. First movie. Not, not. This is was his first like major movie. Yeah, his first major film. Because like, apparently he like directed a bunch of like independent film. Like yeah. he he made like a bunch of movies before he actually got a shot to be. A, he has a bad rap. Well, he's done some pretty sketchy movies. Yes, but he's also you know he has a. I just like I remember reading something like him, The Rock, and Jason Statham all the cause in their. Well, so Vin Diesel and The Rock do not get along. No, but they all—they didn't. I think they do. I think they are like they're—they're better better now. But I know, like, when they were doing Fast Five, like they—they actually like they had to shut down film. Well, no, like every scene that they're in, like talking, they had to like do like split takes, like the like they have to like position everybody, and then like The Rock would say his line, and then he'd go, and then. He'd, Vin Diesel would come in and then he'd say his and then he'd go. Oh, God. <laughs> but, like, yeah, Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, and The Rock all have a clause in their contract that they cannot lose a fight in the movies. So, like, when they're fighting in the movies and the plane... They must have made that after Fast Five, then, because... I thought that was all before, because there's... The a... Rock lost their oh. fight in the Fast Five. Oh, did he? Okay, maybe it was after. And... And... Uh, Jason Statham lost to Vin Diesel in, on the parking ramp. How the hell do you lose it? I just... He's big, but, like, i take The Rock in a fight, like, real life. I'd take Jason Statham over any of them. Yeah, would you? Oh, yeah. You want to break that down? Just on pure technical skill, basically. The Rock's a The other two are just ball. huge dudes. The Rock's I'm a, a okay. football player. He's an athlete. All right. I've, I say I this. Smell the I, I take say the this. I say this a lot. Like you can be as big as you want, but if you don't know how to use your size, you're useless. I understand that, but he's a fucking mountain. Well, I guess I, I'm gonna take your point here. I was watching the, the that sparring video between Conor McGregor and the mountain. Oh yeah, McGregor fucked him up. Like you know, like like like, like they're fucking around, but like Conor like. Yeah, you, know, you see like what he wanted to do. Right. Oh, he just he. Yeah, I think I think Connor would knock him down. It'd be a contested fight. Right. Okay. But it, so like, if he goes to like knock him down though, and the mountain just like happens to land on him and like what breaks his legs? Well, what do you? What do you just throw him in an armbar? With broken ass legs? Well, arm triangle. No fucking get in there. Did you not see what he did to the Viper? AKA Mando. R.I.P. Well, and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mando's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> How good is that fucking show, though? God damn it. Well, we did a whole one-hour episode on it, so... Yeah, I know. It's so good. I, that, that show... I gotta rewatch it. I'm gonna do the... You talk me into it. You say we're... I actually got, deep, I I got deeper into uh, Deadwood. Oh. A little bit deeper. I'm in episode four now. I had to stop because of Mandalorian. Well, I just started rewatching that. I just oh, so good. Right before I watched this other show, we're about to get into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was like looking through it. I couldn't find nothing to watch, and I was like, 
piss on it. I'm just gonna first episode within the first whatever five. Asperger. It's just like so charismatic. He's just he nails the way him. the way he talks and the way like the words he uses. Oh, he just. <laughs> like, like, there's like not a lot of shows where you can say like a guy demands a room, but when he talks in that show, it's his fucking my, room. And if you my, don't like it, well, you're my, not gonna wake up in the morning. Dad's favorite character. Well, he just nails that role. Like, you know, he obviously played the priest in Game of Thrones. You know? Yeah, but he takes like a lot of like I don't know. I don't want you to spoil play, it. I he, love it so much. He played, no, I'm not going to spoil the show. I'm talking about like the dude that dude as an actor. Like I think would do. He would have done a lot better. But like he picked some sketchy roles in some sketchy movies. Like he was in that stupid Hercules movie with The Rock. Yep, and he was also in. Uh, he was in the new Hellboy. Yeah, he was in Hellboy. He's in another movie. I just, I had to take my tongue and you took it from me. Um, oh, God. The fuck? He's in so many shows. He's in a lot of movies. He's in John Wick, which I haven't seen, but I know he's cast in it. And he's, uh, just trying to think. I just had it and I lost yeah, and it. And now I think, too, like, he, the roles he takes, I think he's, like, he's, like, a one-off character. Like, he, yeah. he only makes, like, half the movie. Or, like, in Game of Thrones, he's in the, yeah, the one series episode. for one episode. Yeah. But he nailed that role. He's a good actor. Oh, yeah, I'm not knocking him as an actor, but I think he just had poor movie choice. And I think that hurt him. I mean, I don't think it hurt him. I don't think he's hurt for any money. Well, he's right. But you know what I mean? Like, if he wanted to... Maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the dude wanted to just be retired or didn't want to act anymore. Whatever. Well, maybe yeah. He definitely nailed him. He's just entertained to watch that show. He just... You know, like I said... When he talks in that show in that bar room, the gym, it's his fucking room. Dude, I, I'm going to say it again, but it's just his vocabulary. Yeah. It's it's out of this world. And the guy who plays Wild Bill Hickok, it's believable on that guy. Like he, I could definitely see him as My other player. favorite character is, um, I knew I'd forget who she is, the drunk one. Oh, yeah, it's Calamity Jane. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. Oh, man. But she's, a, you know, the, as a real person, like, I could... Definitely see that as a one-off, you know, because everybody needs a sidekick, you know. Right. And she's buried next to Wild Bill in Deadwood. Yep. You know? So it's just, you know, it's cool and to see that come, in a town I love so much come to life. It's kind of neat, especially back then. So I read that they, like, at, right now in Deadwood, they, like, reenact, like... Yeah, they have reenactments and shit. Like, yeah. all the time? Or is it, like, certain days a week? I think, or they, do, like, I think they do it all the time. It's, like, every day? I think it's every day, yeah. yeah. They have, like, shootouts and shit, how do you get that job? I mean, is it something you're interested in? I mean, we have a little bit of pull. We do have a podcast. Well, I'm just wondering, like... I can see that, you know, If I could just, like, make the same amount of money I am now, like, just by walking out and maybe getting fake shot in the street. <laughs> I mean, if you had a researcher can take... You know, send out an email, you know. Like, why would it you? Yeah, no, I think it'd be an interesting choice for a job. I just spent all my time at the Deadwood Tobacco Company. I love it there. I tried to drink a lot more than I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think if I lived like, out in North Dakota, South Dakota, I'd be drunk all the time. I just no, be the drunk dude like with a straw hat sitting on the bench like while well, the whole thing's going on, and after it's done, you wake up like... Yeah, the blank goes off. <laughs> 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 Shit, it's supper time. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. I think we went to some bar downtown where he ate and had a big old steak. I can't remember the name of it. I wish I remember the name of it because I want to say it was. The you go out there and you get a fucking steak where you can, you can get a steak anywhere. It's a, 
well, here, here's my thought. You're in the Midwest. You're out in South Dakota. You haven't had a steak in over a week. You gotta have steak. Yeah, I suppose you're gonna get a steak. Yeah. I would say get like buffalo, but I don't know if it's necessary. Case you get a buffalo burger. Because I don't know I, if I, 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 I If I want a buffalo burger, with, it's gonna uh, Rudy's and Sparta get a buffalo burger. It's like the killing and farming of buffalo, but whatever. Well, I. I think the farming's cool. But farming's. Obviously, we have a local buffalo well, farm right, here. Right. Yeah, I like those people. So I'm not going to diss their business to get up. But right. I mean, hunting is different, I guess. But I think... But they don't have the population. Well, if they had a bigger population, I'd be totally... one thing, like, though, I think about, like, now, like, with buffalo hunting now, I think it's super expensive. Really? You can't S- do it. You can't do You it. can, but there's a lot, like, it's... So, from what I understand, from what I've heard, anyways, I haven't... We don't really research the stuff we talk about it's all kind of well I know some hunting stuff but I don't so know it's so like it's really expensive to hunt one like tens of thousands of dollars I believe that yeah. like 30 to 50 can you think. imagine tax and everything take two with that see the thing of it is though like you shoot one right you I don't think you actually get to take any of the meat they send that to like the Native Americans, um, like whatever. They can have it, I guess. I don't think I'd be willing to do that. I guess as a hunter, I like see, you know, I think you get to keep, like the head, like the head or, well, like so the words, or whatever you take. So I get to go home as a trophy hunter, but I can't go home as meat eater. I'm well, not taking a meat eater. Well, I mean, this goes into like a whole other issue. That's. I mean, I hunt bear, and I actually enjoy bear meat. So, I like, guess in a way, but I mean, we did kind of almost kill them completely. <laughs> well, but I mean, I, I'm not. I don't want to get into that. I'm no, not, I'm not. Yeah, right. no, I. I think I, I guess I went as a hunter. I love hunting. I've been hunting for right. my life. No, I didn't do. I did the same thing. I, you know, I, I'd have to. But I feel enjoy like enjoy the meat. As a moral standpoint, as a hunter, okay, so I can't, I can't you can't look there. at it like I guess you. I don't want to come off like an asshole, but like you got to look at it like not so selfishly, I yep. guess, because you might not get to enjoy the meat, but somebody is. You know, it's not like they're. Well, I kill. It's not like taking. I kill it. I want to enjoy it, so that's why I probably won't do the hunt. Well, you, you don't, you're not going to do it because it's fucking. You got to take out a mortgage to do it, so. <laughs> it's just money, right? Right. So, uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, new show on HBO. Uh, thoughts on episode one? I loved it. I loved every second of it. I loved the whole, like, 19... I'm going to say... 50s. Yeah, 1950s, 1950s yeah. feel. With all the... Ra- you know, obviously the race... Segregated America. Oh, it's, yeah, they nailed... They, yep. they definitely hit that point. Mm-hmm. I love the music they played. I'm a big fan of all that. I was going to mention, like, I like the, the variety. So, like, they had the, the 50s music or whatever, and then yep. they, they though, like, in the middle, like, tour, or whatever, not the middle, but, like, ways into the episode, they had, like, the hip-hop song. Yep. And it's, like, walking through the city and stuff. And yeah, and then they had the... We're trying not to spoil it either. No, but uh, they had the Fallout song. Um, was that... In, that wasn't in Fallout. Yes, it was. What? Yeah, the song, the, when the two sisters sang on the stage... That was a oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I I I, pinned, I, I picked, thought 
like, out of nowhere. I was like, follows. I love this show. Yep. You know, so. so much into that show. I, like, I messaged you. You, you. you texted me like five, ten minutes into it. I just started the show. Ten minutes into it. I'm hooked. Yeah, and I'm already hooked. I was too. I, I was took like this at the beginning. Mm-hmm. No spoiler alert, but Jackie Robinson, like you know, just, you know baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh shit! Like I didn't know who it was at first. I seen forty two, and I was like, oh fuck, Jackie Robinson. Right? Man. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm really looking forward to see how this show really develops because like this far in, I'm already hooked. Like, so I, I cannot wait for Sunday. It's, I mean, this is this is what I've been waiting for since Game of Thrones, dude. So you knew about Lovecraft for this long? Well, not for this long. They've only it's only been announced for like whatever in the last couple of months. But. Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about like the hole, this hole in my life that Game of Thrones like it ended yeah. right. There's nothing like I was reaching for shit to like fill it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'll be the first to say it. You can hate me if you want. It's gonna that's gonna be the next Game of Thrones level show. I no, I I can see it. It's an, I, I really enjoyed every second of that show. There wasn't a point in that show where I said, "Well, this is getting like bland." Like when we was coming next, like they had like all the little things in Game of like the Game of Thrones did. They had like the little like you know like the, like your drama and whatever you know the drama, like, yeah. and then you had the like the foreshadow. Yep. You know like you know. He, I, I don't even want to say it because I don't want to wreck it for anybody. Right. But like, he calls back home. Yep. And he's like, "Oh yeah, when we come home, we'll we'll do this trip." To me, that's foreshadowing. And that's my guess. He probably won't make it through the season. But I don't know. I hope he does. I like that character. Yeah. Yep. I, I like him. I really like the character, the main character. Atticus. Yeah, Freeman. Atticus. Yep. Yep. And then uh, I can't remember the other girl's name. Letitia. Letitia, yep. I like her Lewis. too. Yep, yep. Letitia Lewis. That's, no, uh, no. Letitia motherfucking Lewis. <laughs> that's uh, the same actress that played, um, oh, you haven't seen it, The Birds of Prey. She plays Black Canary. Oh, yeah, I need to see that. Yeah. It's on. It's on HBO. Is it? Yep. It's on HBO Max now. Yep. I guess I have. <laughs> I'm just so wrapped up in Disney Plus that like I, you know, everything else has been kind of like, you know. Yeah, I forgot they did it. Uh, I think they actually did it this month. Oh, did they? I have to yeah. definitely need to watch that. The Harley Quinn character. Oh God, it, it, like she nails Harley Quinn. Like, oh, it's. Yep. Like, as long as they get, if they get like a long-standing Joker. That Harley right. Quinn character will carry any Joker. Right. Yeah, that Lovecraft man. The only thing I hate about it is you gotta wait. You can't binge it. No, I. Uh, see, that's what I love about Game of Thrones. Like, especially when I got HBO, I'd watch it week by week. Right. And I get all week. See, of I think that's how. Like, that's. I like the binging aspect of it, but like, dude, I'll binge like Daredevil just as an example. Like, thirteen episodes, season, I binge it like two days. Yeah, I, you know. And then you're like, shit, I'm here for a whole another year and a half before the new season comes out. I see. I didn't like. I think you get. I think I love the first season of Daredevil. I loved it. Season two is pretty good too. I hate Iron Fist. He's not in season two. He's in season three, right? Yes. I hate Iron Fist. I watched season two and season one, watched, one and two. I so, hated Iron Fist. Those shows, so it was like Daredevil, um, Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones. I watched that the first season. I need to watch that. The first season is really good. I haven't watched the second. If yeah. there's even I need to season. watch. They, well, Netflix have canceled all those shows now, so like. Well, because they're going to go to Disney. Right. I mean, if they. Oh, well, I'm sure they will. They made a lot of money for them. I thought Punisher's coming back too. I think they're doing a movie. 
I think they're going to... Josh Berthold? 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 I forgot how to say his name. This is Josh Berthold, yeah. 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 Shiner Brock says I can't remember. Is it words. Josh? I think it's John. No. Yes, John Berthold. Yes, you're right, John. Yeah, they're bringing him back. He's in peanut... Have you seen the, the movie, the new movie, Shia Boff, the peanut butter... Uh, peanut butter falcon? Yes. No. He's in that. Really? Yeah, like little short snippets. And he's dead. It's Punisher. But that's an outstanding movie. Jake the Snake Roberts is in that fucking movie. In Peter Butterfly? Yes. Never saw him. And I love Jake the Snake Roberts, man. The only thing Jake the Snake Roberts will ever be remembered for... Is getting beat by... The rattlesnake. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. famous yep. 316 speech. The you, Royal know, you, Rumble, know, you know what happened? Where was it? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> Fun fact, because I did the research back when, you know, because I just, when you catch stuff, you know, it keeps in your head. Yep. If you smoke the rock is cooking, and Austin 316 says, both originate from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, this is a stupid thing. I, it just hit me. I was like watching like the, the documentary right. and shit. Yep. And He's and got, so the, I hate to interrupt you, but no, you got me talking, thinking about Stone Cold, but WWE has their own streaming network now or whatever you know mm -hmm. he's got a show where he like interviews other wrestlers well you just listen to his podcast too or whatever it is yeah I like his podcast actually one of his really good podcasts Chris Jericho another super talented individual I, I'm a big fan of him I like his music Fozzie's great <laughs> the one knock I have though is like he definitely tries to carry that persona everywhere right and there's a video I actually sent it to you it's it's him singing, uh, the hell is it? Something Me Out. I can't remember the, Oh. I can't remember the name of song. But he is in these, these tight leather pants on stage. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to, like, you can tell, like, you can't walk in these pants. These are rock star pants. You're just, you, you all you're supposed to do is, you know, you know, the head bang and then, you know, jump. And he's trying to walk in these pants. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, Chris? You got a poop? Like, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the song. It's going to bother me because I actually really do enjoy his music. Um, but yeah, that back to what started this whole thing, the Lovecraft Country, man. Check it out if you haven't. It is going to be the next big one. It's going to be good. I, I, like I, said, I was surprised at how bloody it was. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The it's like the first half of the episode is kind of just like slow, and then all of a sudden... I wouldn't say it was slow. It was definitely suspenseful. It was, uh, tense, I guess. Would be yes, yeah, tense, yeah. But like, not a lot of action, but then oh, all of a sudden it, they like throw you right into it. The last 15 minutes of the show, <laughs> you're hooked. It's that good. Well, it's like all the research inside the show is cool because they knew about the sheriff before they got to the sheriff and knew everything and then he right. got caught we're spoiling it yeah but you know I was just like whatever it's, it's such a good show everybody it's definitely a show that I am looking forward to week by week now big time oh absolutely you know it's the, I, the only I, thing I, I hope it stops come October because if I have to split time between my thoughts between obviously Mandalorian and then this show is that when the next season's coming 2020 out? October really? 2020 well, the good thing about that, though, is the Mandalorian episodes come out Friday. Yeah, but... 
no, I, how I operate, I get everything in on Sunday. So I'll be cheating the fans of the podcast. We get the Mandalorian because we know we're gonna have Mandalorian based episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, this, this is the way. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's. I hope we get more good TV. How we say well, especially yeah, during all this shit, you gotta have something to. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're watching whatever the fucking lifetime movie is, like, yeah, it's something to watch. But are you really, are you really engaged in it? Like, yeah, I was like, well, I'm like watching that Lovecraft Country, and I'm just like, I'm zoned the fuck yeah, out because I'm you're, watching you're, it. Oh, it's, it's such a good show, dude. God damn it! It's just like, like I said, suspenseful, it's tense, it's everything you want in a series. You know, and you got it's only been out for one. it's only got one episode yes, too, and it's one episode. You're like, oh shit, I'm glued. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Peele is a and, genius, and J.J. Abrams, yes, absolute genius. Well, he could not better Star Wars, but I'm talking Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele's great. All this stuff is great. We did. Uh, he was part of the Black Klansman. Outstanding movie. Never watched it. Get into that one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's him to Spike Lee. Oh. Um. Yeah. Another well, another thing too. I didn't get Ghostbusters this summer because of COVID. It's supposed to be new Ghostbusters this summer. Yes. Yeah, I, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. One of my favorite actors. He's great. <laughs> oh, he. I have, you know there's. Obviously, every actor's only like that, mm-hmm. you know, like one movie, but he is so funny. My favorite, like, meme, or whatever you want to call it, of him is when he's on the, there's, like, a internet, the internet show, like, The Hot Ones. Yeah. You see, they, where the dude, like, yeah, they got wings, and then, like, he'll ask a question, and then, so, you gotta eat a chicken wing for every question, and then, yeah. as you go along, they get hotter, hotter, hotter. And there's, it's just the one part, Paul Rudd just, like, puts... Puts his stuff down. And he just goes, "Look at us," and it's like a big hole. It's like a hole. Like, look it up. It's it's, it's so funny. He's a uh, yeah. He, all his shit's fucking fantastic. He's just well. He's Ant Man. A lot of people Ant-Man. shit on those movies. I like those movies. They're both man. great. Oh, yeah, Ant Man and Wasp was great, and then obviously Stan was hilarious. Michael Pena, that's <laughs> so good. I really, yeah, he's a man. I hope we get Deadpool three soon too. It's I don't know if it'll be soon, but I think it's happening. I hope it better. It's well, gotta, you cannot have it's gotta the go success through. that show's had and not fucking get a three. So I don't know if it'll actually be like a, a standalone Deadpool movie per se, but I think they're gonna move into more like the X Force because that's like that's what they tease at the end of Deadpool two. Oh, I hope they do. I mean, Domino and you know, Domino is a cable. Man. Oh yeah, Cable. I thought Domino was a phenomenal character. She was probably my favorite character. I love Deadpool, but I think Domino was probably my favorite character in the entire show. She she nails that role. She's in Joker. That actress is so good. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, yeah she's, she's in the, ch- the neighbor chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. so good. She's in Atlanta with uh that actor. God damn it. Uh he plays the voice of Simba, Lion King. Oh God, Darth Vader! Oh Simba! Simba oh no! Yeah, oh uh, uh, duh! Yeah, he's he's that actor. Oh, Childish Gambino! Yeah, uh, Childish. Uh, yeah, what yeah. the hell? Uh, Donald Glover! Yeah, Donald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's in that. Sh- yeah, she's in that show with him, and she's lights out. Leonardo Carlisian. Yeah, 
Yeah, he does play the banjo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think that's all we really have for this week. I mean, we can we're gonna do another show on Thursday, everybody. So yep, because I may or may not be gone. <laughs> figure it out when we yeah. get there. I should uh, <laughs> I should try to get a researcher interview when you're gone. Yeah, maybe. I got a kid in mind. I think you'd really enjoy it. I think, I, I think it'd be fun just to pick that fucking kid's brain. I think you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I like to pick his brain. And another kid, too, I like to pick his brain, too. You get them both on just to interview him. But, uh, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, Pure Steel Podcast. You can find us individually on Instagram. I am Louis P. Schreier. The Hossie Boss. And uh, we do have a Twitter page. Yep. Uh, Austin Louie is the... Whatever the handle or whatever, yeah. the page is Pure Steel Podcast. Uh, at Pure Steel. At Pure Steel. Um, should know that. Twitter's a thing of the past anymore. I think I never use it. I haven't used a podcast or Twitter. In I years. failed. I'm gonna have to post two episodes tonight. Forgot to do last week's. Yeah, but yeah, our views keep on going up, so everybody. So thank you very much for listening. Must be doing something right. Yeah. No, it's fun. You know. We, you know, you're one of my best friends, so like doing this <laughs> show again with you is just like, this this show now is better than what we had before, and I oh, love doing yeah. that a lot. It was so much fun, but yep. now we get to really be ourselves, and it's just a yep. blast. And doing it with you again is just a fucking honor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like I said before, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll catch you in a flippity flop, I guess. Yep. See you in the next one. <laughs>